Hey, it's Jocelyn here with the Meliora Mentor Podcast. I am excited to be with you. I last night taught a live class, an in-person class locally, and it was so fun and I love the information and I think it's so pertinent that I wanted to share it with you today on the podcast. We're going to be talking about overcoming distraction and overwhelm. And it's doing and incorporating simple steps like these that have helped me so much in my mothering, in my marriage, in pregnancy, and just adding simple shifts like this. I hope that you will be able to find some better thoughts and some simple shifts that can help you in your life to find better, to find Meliora. Thanks for joining. Hi, I am Jocelyn, the host of the Meliora Mentor Podcast. Meliora means better in Latin. I encourage better thoughts for a better you and a better life. Through taking small steps in thought or action to reach your goal. I help individuals with an inner desire who are having a difficult time making progress to fulfill their goals to find the small doable steps without making drastic changes to their everyday lives. And I can help you. Thanks for joining me. So if you ever get the opportunity to come to one of my live classes, I would highly encourage you to (laughs) because it's so fun. There's like a different energy and feeling you can have and create in a room full of people that are willing to participate and listen. And It is powerful. So if you ever have the option, that would be so fun to see you in one of my classes. I do plan on teaching more classes. In fact, I think the next one will be in January on weight loss and mindset tools to help you in weight loss. I'm going to skip December because I don't need to add to all the stuff that goes on in December. It's already a busy month as is, but thinking my next one will be again in January. So if you're able to come, I would love to see you there, and there will be more details about that in the future. Today we're going to talk about, like I mentioned earlier, overcoming distraction and overwhelm so that you can be more present with the ones that you love. And I want to first talk about the definition of distraction. Distraction is to prevent someone from giving full attention to something. In the word distraction, we find the suffix suffix dis, and then there's also the word action in there. And dis actually means asunder, away, utterly having a primitive, negative, or reversing force. And it also says that it is used for giving the word the opposite meaning. So if you're distraction, you're kind of taking away from action, from moving forward, from doing the things that you really want to do. What do you find yourself distracted by? I know if you're like me, it's that little device that we carry in our pockets. (laughs) Those cell phones. Those cell phones cause and create a lot of distractions. Maybe it's on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Amazon, Snapchat, Stories, Reels, Email, eBay, Voxer, Marketplace, Marco Polo. And I think as you know, the list can go on and on with all the apps and the things that are on those little devices. They 
can distract us. There's many other ways that we can be distracted, but today we are going to talk about the phone and ways that we can overcome the distraction of the phone a little bit more to be more present. How does it feel when you feel distracted? Does it feel frustrating? Annoying? Foggy? I know sometimes when I'm on my phone and the kids come up to me and ask a question, I'm I'm clearly focused on the phone and not their question, and they ask me, and I absentmindedly just say, uh-huh, and then they're like, yay, and all excited, I'm like, wait, wait, <laughs> what did I just say okay to? And I have to have them re-ask the question because I was distracted and not fully listening, and then I find out it was something that I was not okay with them doing. So, we want to start finding ways to overcome that thing. That thing being distraction. (laughs) How does it feel when you try and talk to someone who is distracted? What feelings pop up to you when you talk to someone who's sitting there on their phone and they're not fully present with you? I know for me, it feels not heard. It almost feels like they don't care. I have questions in my mind like, are you even listening? Do you even care? Do you even want to be here with me? And this is one that we probably don't voice. And kids won't voice it either, but it's probably when they feel, but do you love me? Do you even love me? Or do you love your phone more? So it's not fun to try and talk to someone who is distracted. In fact, oftentimes I prefer to wait until they're done being distracted and then tell them how I feel. Sometimes though, the opportunity passes. The opportunity to have that conversation with your kids passes because they move on to something else. And by the time you're done being distracted, they're busy and they've probably completely forgot what they wanted to talk to you about. How does it feel when someone listens 100%? I know for me, it feels really refreshing. It feels connecting. The other day I was at the Walmart pickup and picking up my groceries (laughs) because I have four kids. I love the option to pick my groceries up at this season in my life. It is a great convenience and I'm very grateful for it. But anyways, I was waiting and the guy came over to check me in. And it was actually a younger gentleman, a younger kid in his early college years. And he started talking to me and I actually carried on a 10, 15 minute conversation with this stranger. And it wasn't I, it was we. We carried on this conversation. And stuff like that often does not happen these days. A lot of the times because people are distracted. They're looking at their phones in line or looking at their phones while they wait for their pickup. They're distracted or they choose not to carry on the conversation. In this particular instance, I chose to carry on the conversation and it was so fascinating and fun to find connections with this stranger and to carry on a conversation. As we listen 100%, we can have those meaningful conversations, which can help create deeper connection, which we all crave and want as mothers in trying to raise our children. Our kids notice what seems to be most important to us. People notice, and even our little people in our life, notice what seems to be most important. So what do we do about it? How do we begin to eliminate distraction in our life, specifically with the phones? The phones that seem to be constantly in front of everyone's faces and 
filling them with things that probably aren't even good for their minds. I know that from the past, my past experience that if I scroll, it is not good for me because I start feeling anxiety, stress, fear, worry, comparison. I am a huge comparer and I wonder why everybody else seems to be getting it so easy and I compare myself. (laughs) And so then I add that, those distracted thoughts on top of my actual distraction and it makes for an unhappy mom, unsatisfied and discontented mom. So I have found for me, I have to lessen the time, I, the time I am on my phone, the time I am on those social media apps. My first challenge is I want you to find doable times for you to put your phone down, completely down. That could be after school. That could be during dinner time, evenings, weekends. For me personally, I take Friday and Saturdays off of all social media because I have found that to be a refreshing reset. I can get way more done. And I want those moments to be focused on my family, on doing wholesome recreational activities or just being there with them to do Saturday things, to do projects with them and to be around. So that is one time where I don't get on social media. I want you to pick a time that will work for you. Make it doable. I'm not a huge fan of the big quick fixes because they're usually not sustainable and don't last. But I am a big fan of small and simple things because those small and simple things bring great things to pass. So start somewhere. Start with leaving your phone at the table. I mean, leaving your phone away while you're at the dinner table. But pick something doable and that is the first step in today's podcast episode. You don't have to be a slave to scrolling. Eliminating distraction can lead to meaningful conversation and deeper connection. I now want to go into talking about overwhelm. And I wanted to start with a few of my descriptions of what I feel like overwhelm is. It is so much to do that you do nothing. Do you ever just like feel like you're swimming in things to do, things to do around the house, things to do with your kids, things to do for Christmas, for the holidays, for Thanksgiving, for Christmas cards, for buying stuff, decorating stuff, and fulfilling church obligations. So does it feel like you just can't do it all? You're almost buried? One of my other definitions that I came up is too much to do in too little time. Not fun, doesn't feel great. I actually really liked the online definition of overwhelm because it was to bury or drown beneath a huge mass. Sometimes that's how overwhelm can feel. It can feel like we're buried beneath a huge mass, almost as if we're drowning and we can't quite get enough air. Overwhelm does not feel good. (laughs) It feels numbing. It can bring headaches. It is frustrating and... It's just not a pleasant feeling to feel and it'll overwhelm also if we're so overwhelmed we're going to be in a more state of distraction because we don't know how to cope with it. We don't know how to cope with the overwhelm but today I want to give you a step for coping with the overwhelm. We tend to feel more overwhelmed during the holidays because our list of to-dos increases. We have to buy gifts for kid one, two, three, four. I have four kids. Maybe your husband, if you guys give each other's gifts this year. 
our parents, our in-laws, the cousin gift exchange, Christmas cards, programs, neighbors, white elephant gifts, parties, reunions, decorations, lights. (laughs) I may have repeated one or two of those, but you get the idea. There is so much extra to be done during the holidays that it can feel completely overwhelming. Sometimes you just want to throw it all in and say, we're not doing Christmas this year. (laughs) But I want to give you a tip to help you with this overwhelm. It's simple and it will take a few minutes, but it is highly effective. I want you to write it all down. When you get feeling in these states of overwhelm, write all of it down. Write who you have to buy for, what you want to buy them, where you want to buy it from, when it's on sale, if it's on sale, maybe add the budget, but get it out. If you keep it inside, it's going to keep festering and growing and you're going to become so overwhelmed and distracted that you can't even get your simple things done. But if you write it down, it slows your brain down, first of all, and second of all, it's all out and you can tackle the most important things. So if I were to make a list and I needed to do, say my kids were in school and they needed Christmas cookies tomorrow, I also wanted to do Christmas cards and buy Cousin Joey a gift. Well, I would want, I'd write it all down. So I have all these things to do and then I'd circle the one that has, that is most important, that needs done right away, which would be the cookies for the child's school tomorrow. That would need done immediately and you can conquer that first and then maybe put number two and three maybe getting cousin joey a gift would be number two and then cards would be three that is just a simple example of how you can line this out some things also might need to be let go if you want to maintain (laughs) a positive and good christmas season because sometimes we just simply cannot do it all There is not time. So maybe this year you could do Christmas cards in July. Or you could trade your gifts and do, instead of doing family gifts, you can do an experience. Go for a vacation or something like that. There are a plethora of options when it comes to trading places with things or swapping some things out this Christmas season. I want to talk to you a little bit about your language with overwhelm and with some of these negative emotions, because as we clean up our thoughts, this can help with overwhelm. Instead of thinking, I am overwhelmed, I want you to think I feel overwhelmed, but I know simple tools and hacks that can help me manage it. Instead of thinking, I just can't do it all, think I can do small increments and the most important things. Simple mindset shifts like that are powerful when it comes to trying to navigate and get rid of these feelings of distraction and overwhelm. So that was my second tip, was to brain dump in essence. Brain dump meaning write it all down. Write everything down and as you get more, add to it. As you get more ideas for Christmas gifts or things you want to do or add or that seem to add to the overwhelm, write it out. Write it down. Getting it out helps so much. Simple, but very effective. And my third tip, third and last tip for today's episode for avoiding, for overcoming distraction and overwhelm and being present with the ones you love is to look your loved ones in the eye. 
When was the last time you genuinely looked into your kid's eyes and fully listened? I want you to think about that. Have you done that lately? If you have littles and they want to talk to you, get on their level. Look into their eyes and genuinely listen to what they have to say. Sometimes my kids holler from the other room. They have something they need to tell me or are responding. And I found this to be very difficult because I don't enjoy the yelling across the house. (laughs) It is definitely not pleasant. So when they need me or when I need them, I have found that asking them to come to me or going to meet them really helps. Eye contact and make that eye contact emulate that eye contact. Be the example of the eye contact so that your kids get used to looking into the eyes. A lot of people now are, like we've mentioned, distracted. They are so sucked into their phones that they don't really know how to make eye contact. And you can say a lot and make a lot of deep connections with your eyes and with your eye contact. People also know that you are fully listening when your eyes are alert and watching them. You don't have to stare someone down. You don't have to stare your kids down. But make that eye contact that feels right. When you look at them, try and tell them, I love you with that eye contact. Find moments to connect to them through the eye contact. We want to start being about action and not distraction. I want to sum up for you the three steps that I am encouraging you to start implementing small things in small ways so that you can be more present with the ones you love this season. The first is to set a time when you are going to be hands-free from your phone, when you are going to be 100% present. Write it down and strive to start doing that. Number two was to deal with overwhelm by dumping it all out. Dumping it all out by writing it all down. Getting it all out so that your mind and your body can let go of that. (laughs) It's written down. You have record of it. You don't have to remember it, but write it down. Circle the top two or three and focus the ones that are most important and need to be done first. And the third was to look into your loved one's eyes. As mothers, we are the examples. We set the examples to our children of what motherhood and parenthood can look like. Does it look like being on our phone all the time? Or does it look like we are trying to connect? We are trying to make meaningful conversation and deeper connection. We are the example lighting the way for our precious children. We all can do a little bit better than before. Small and simple things bring great things to pass. It's up to us to be the change. This holiday season, don't forget to look around you because we have so much to be thankful for. And I know that you can be a bright change in your children's life because true change for everywhere, for all the world starts in the home. It starts with you and it starts with you striving to be better and to emulate the person you want to be. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. If you found these tools relevant to your life and helpful, I encourage you to share them with another mother who is coming to mind that might need these tools. I would really appreciate it, and it might do her some good to implement these this holiday season so that they can have a better Christmas than before. I am also opening two spots. I have two spots opening for my five-week coaching program. 
If that interests you, please email me at the email in me in the at the email in the show notes. And I would love to get you in and helping you with my five-week coaching program. My coaching looks different than others' coaching. I believe in small and simple steps. So we do small and simple steps each week, 10 minutes at a time during those five weeks. And I hold you accountable. I help you to move forward in what you desire to do and to become. I know how hard it could be to carve out an hour as a busy mom with littles. That is pretty hard and difficult to do. But 10 minutes? Most mom can find most moms can't spit out my words right now. Can find 10 minutes where they can learn, grow and become better through small and simple steps. So, if that interests you, please message me. I would love to help you through your next goal wanting to feel more or less of an emotion, and I can help you do that. So thank you for listening, and most of all, thank you for implementing these tools in your own life to become the person that you know you want to be. Until next time. Thank you for being a part of the Meliora Mentor Podcast, for listening, for sharing, and for most of all, applying these tools into your own life to improve your own happiness so that you can find your own better thoughts for a better you and a better life through taking small steps in thought or action to reach your goal. If you are one of those individuals who have an inner desire but are having a difficult time making progress in your goals, I can help you find the small, doable steps without drastic changes to your everyday life. Reach out, let's connect, and let's see you move forward. My name is Jocelyn, and I thank you for listening. Until next time.